హలో heard the loop there. Anyway, so get your cup of tea, your dram, your glass of wine, your IV drip. And I'll tell you what cracks been in case this is past fortnight, maybe? When was the last podcasting? Anyway, right, I'll turn the music off. <laughs> Abruptly. So listeners, yes, November. Um, some of yous are in a really good place, Canada. Some of years, not so much. England and France, amongst many, many other places. Um, in the Highlands of Scotland, where I am currently sitting, uh, we are in level one of COVID restrictions and it's the base that Scotland could possibly have. So whilst we can't have people in our houses unless they are in our social bubbles for like childcare or they are the only one other person um we can have things open like the cinema the gym um schools are all open and schools will remain open as far as possible throughout all our restrictions but um we're in the best place that we possibly could be and I was doom scrolling down Twitter just a minute ago and do you know I felt awful for you all. So I thought, well, I'm I'm in a good mood just now. I'd had a, a wee half glass of wine and I was reading Ian Rankin's tweet about their he's just walked past a proclaimer in the street in Edinburgh and we're all this time in Edinburgh, that's only the second time it's happened. So Richard put on the proclaimers on Alexa and it was really nice. <laughs> and I thought I want to cheer people up or I want to try and help be a little bit of happiness to you all. So um, I know maybe some of you won't really want to be in that kind of place, but maybe if you are, then just carry on doing what you're doing. Oh, I never asked for a shout out Arning Corner. Hello, Ella and everybody else. But I think that this episode, there was going to be something else and I've forgotten what it was. I'm not very well prepared for this because stuff, <laughs> which I'll come on to because it's not yet on my note. Um, but I specifically thought of Ella Giffnet Girl yesterday because every year without fail, Ella's put on Instagram that she's drawn little faces on tangerines or satsumas 
ready for giving out for guising or trick-or-treating if you're elsewhere. It's guising if you're in Scotland, you see. Disguising. Ta-da! So this year there was no approved guising or trick-or-treating in Scotland. Um, maybe there was people that went round some houses and I think, you know, there was the thought of, well, there might be some, but I took it off the idea of, well, just because they might not have it come into my house, I might be the person that gives it to them. And whilst I don't think I have any of the symptoms, I've not been anywhere near somebody who has it, I just can't take the chance. So we didn't have any um, sweeties to give out. And I thought of Ella yesterday and I thought, poor Ella, she's not turning her little faces on to tangerines. So anyway, but because we're level one, yeah, <laughs> right, where's my notes? So the worldwide figures of, not COVID, change the subject now, or I was looking on my podcast on Podbean, um, I can't remember what I was doing, but somehow or other I ended up on my Podbean website and I was doing a little bit of homework or maintenance or housekeeping or whatever. Oh, I know it was, <laughs> show notes, of course. I always find it easier to type on the keyboard than type on my phone. So that's often why show notes don't get put out until a few days later when I turn on my getting old laptop. So I just happened to look at a, a couple of things on it. And one of them was uh, the geography layout of where all my listeners are downloading from. And listeners of Not Here... I am so happy to say hello to you. I wish I could say hello to you in all of your languages because I, I didn't actually write down or count how many there was, but I was really, 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 really so excited to see all the people worldwide, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, um, Taiwan, I think that's Kaz, hello Kaz, um, Japan, quite a few in Japan, hello, and... Um, Obviously, Canada, America, um, France, Sweden. Hello, Sweden. And oh, loads and loads of other places. That, that There was one in between Finland and Sweden, the Eland Islands. So if that's you, hello. And probably not how you actually pronounce it. But it just, geography has always made me happy. Maps, I love maps. I could just have wallpaper of maps because... I've always loved them. Um, my mum and dad used to have a... Well, I had a globe as a, a nightlight. But my mum and dad, they had maps in the house. And they had a tea towel that had... It was a map of Britain and it had the shipping lanes areas in it. So, because we were from a sort of seafaring house, as it were, um, I knew the shipping forecast. We used to, we used to listen to that and also um, be following the weather forecast quite frequently just because oh, my brother was used to be a fisherman and I just just loved maps and then when I worked for East of Scotland Water they had a map up of uh, Edinburgh and the Lothians of the area that we covered and it was right in front of my desk just love maps so it made me really, really happy to think of people 
that listen to me splaff on every so often in all these different places on the map. And I just felt a bit of a connection to humanity. And in various places, I know that they're doing better than we are. Um, but if you're not, I'm hoping that my splaffing makes you kind of giggle sometimes. And also, um, I'm finally kind of getting round to getting a bit more with it, down with the kids. And ages back, somebody had suggested, I think it was Louise said, um, are you, does your podcast feed to Spotify? Here's the link. And I actually remember being poorly in my bed at the time or lazy on the couch, one or the other, and couldn't be bothered getting up and going to the laptop and feeding it or setting it up to do it. So in the end, I never did it. And listener figures don't really, like the amount of listener figures don't, they don't make me actually podcast any more than I would be doing it anyway because you can tell the production. (laughs) I'm using my phone. Um, It's probably dropped in the past year, but I'd still like to talk to you and I probably would still just talk to you even if you weren't there. (laughs) Because I don't know that... You're over there in Sweden. Maybe you're walking your dog. Or maybe you're in Alaska, hiding from the bears. I don't actually physically see you do this. So, well, you say you do do it, and I really appreciate that. Technically, you might not be. So, I don't do it, but I love the feedback. I love the messages that we get back. And, again, that's one of the reasons that really upsets me, because Ravelry has stolen that from a lot of us. I changed the, the look back to new new Rav again. Eh, sorry, old Rav again. I had it on the new Rav, the Hardwick one, but I don't know why but I changed it back the other day. And I was setting up the groups eh, for the swap, which I'll come on to after this. So I missed that sort of interaction part of it because most of us were eh, members of Ravelry and we all sort of congregated in one place. Now, some of us are on Instagram, some of us are on Twitter, some of us are on other things, and we're a little bit more spread out. So it's maybe back to what it used to be, the community of knitting, until eventually something happens. I don't know whether it ever will, but I'm an optimist and maybe it will. So I tried to start feeding it to Spotify, so <laughs> stand down. The technical part of Spotify is you have to have an MP3. And I was like, oh, that's fine. And then it's, it wouldn't let me. I said, but I am MP3. No, listeners, if I use the phone, it records an M4A or MP4. I think that's an MP4. So it's not MP3. But today while I was running, because things like this only filter into my head how I can fix solutions when I'm running. I should run more. Um, I'll, this year, I've basically used my phone to record and therefore it's all been MP4 context format. So I'm like, oh, well, Spotify's not going to work. <laughs> That's what I sound like when I'm doing a, a teenage Louise. Yeah, Louise the teenager. I did exist. I'm not going there anymore. <laughs> um, you were all teenagers once. In fact, some of you, I'm sure, are teenagers because I'm down with kids. <laughs> Hi, Sandy. He's probably the only teenager that would even think about listening to this. 
Um, so what I did think was what I could do is go back and download or sort out the MP4 file, convert it into MP3 and then re-upload it to Podbean. So therefore I could have Spotify, which also meant that I could have straight to Alexa. Now, I was a bit disappointed because I have an Alexa. Um, I'm sure there are other smart radio f speaker things available. I think you get Google ones, don't you? But the main one is an Alexa. I suppose this is like where the Hoover and vacuum cleaner thing came about because you know I say Hoover, but I actually mean a vacuum cleaner because Hoover is the name brand. But because it became so iconically known with it, it became known as the Hoover. So this is probably the same thing as an Alexa. So um, you can listen to me on Alexa, but it's not a straightforward Alexa. <laughs> Hello. All the Alexas in the world have just gone off. Um, you don't just go, Alexa, play Kathan's Craft Collective yet because I haven't yet set up the MP3 thing. That will come, listeners. Don't worry, I will do it. But you go, Alexa, play Kathan's Craft Collective on TuneIn Radio. And it goes, okay, and plays it. I haven't tested this, so I'm hoping that because I've just set all your Alexas off, she's playing it. And you're hearing it twice, and now you're panicking, and now you're telling Alexa to shut up, and <laughs> now you're in my house. So you can also listen in to me through Pandora, and also Google Podcasts. So it's set up for me through there, So, or whatever podcast that you use. Apple Podcasts, obviously, um, and Podbean. So I'm more places now. Maybe I'll get more um, podcast listeners from even other places. I was really like a South Korean listener who can speak English and explain to me things that I'd love to know more about South Korea. Um, my Taiwan correspondents are Rastas and Kaz. <laughs> I can ask them questions about, oh, you have to follow Kaz on Instagram. Kaz Monkey. Sound? I can't remember her last bit, but I just remember of Kaz Monkey. But she posts what she eats. And... It's the only account I particularly like looking at food posts. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but I never or very, very rarely post food pictures on either on any of my social media. Um, and that's purely because when I've been poorly myself, I can't stand looking at other people's food. But for some reason or other, Kaz's food, I want to eat it. And then I go, oh. She had this ice cream the other day, and it was a Mr. Whippy, but it wasn't just a Mr. Whippy. It had different flavours of ice cream in the Mr. Whippy, and honestly, there was about six. It was a rainbow, so it would have been seven. <sighs> Why she's not, like, humongously obese is beyond me, because one of them would just make me go, boing. I would be Mr. Happy, but also Mr. Fat. But happy, fat and happy. And if you're fat and happy... That's awesome. <laughs> She's awesome. She really is. She's lovely. And um, she made this amazing hat the other day. See, this is what I love about social media and doing this podcast. You find out and you follow and you're like, oh, somebody's making a hat. And then the hat's made. How did you manage that? And she says, well, just kind of carried on and just go on with it. And then you think, oh, I really want to make that hat. And then you go, 
wait a minute, I'm not actually going to be able to wear that hat here because I'm living in the north of Scotland and she's living in Taiwan. But I still really want to make that hat and I'm glad that she made that hat and it really suits her. But I really love, and it's just, it's an inspiring thing. And it's like you smiling at me, I'll smile back at you and then I'll smile at somebody else and then they'll smile. And they don't know why they're smiling, but it's an infectious thing. So that's why I really love the positiveness part of podcasting. So these are things that make me happy. And I thought, I wanted to share them with you and find out what makes you inspired. Social media can be so negative and doom scrolling is so hard. Instagram is quite a positive place or can be a positive place. It can also be used for a horrible trolley place or a place where you didn't realise that somebody you thought was quite inspiring is not a person that you actually would like to spend any more time with. And I have a half blather thought out and it's not written, it's still, I really want to put proper words to this before I go further down this because the cancel culture um, is, oh, there's Buckle woofing at next door going up the drive. Sorry, listeners, but Buckle's still alive. He's the interruption today. He's not doing too woofs, too loudly with, so it's not too bad. And it's Sunday, so we're not getting an interruption by the postie. Woof. <laughs> of a defence of the realm bark, as we like to say. So, where was I? Mm, things that made me happy. Um, I have lost my train of thought, listeners. Oh, right. Cancel culture. For instance, uh, I'm going to use J.K. Rowling. Now, a lot of people love Harry Potter books, but do not love at all what J.K. Rowling has come out with recently about a uh, the definition of being a female and therefore they don't feel that they can like Harry Potter anymore and have stopped following them her rather and I want to delve into that a little bit more um I unfollowed her and I disagree with what she says I think that there should be equality and equity and love for humanity um, and justice served. Jeez, my family are noisy today. <laughs> Save my family. I'd put them in a soundproof box right now. Or maybe I should be in the soundproof box. That would be more equity now, wouldn't it? See, isn't it good when you realise what you need, not what you should have? Or equality. We were talking about this at work and it's quite a good subject to think about. What you need and what you want or what you have is different. So it was it's something that I'm thinking about doing for the next blather. So things that make me happy. Now this I am so happy to share and feel free to do this. Plant bulbs. I understand that not everybody will have either the garden to do this or the money. But one of my friends from Textile Artists a while back um, I don't know if I've told you this, but I meant to, um, has said that her and her husband are planting all the bulbs so that winter and um, spring have got some colour in them. And off the top of my head, I haven't got a horticulturalist enough brain to think of if you do get winter flowering bulbs. You certainly get winter flowering pansies. Uh, and amaryllis 
And if you plant them now, or maybe poinsettias, well, you get poinsettias definitely, then you're going to have something beautiful ready for Christmas. And it's pretty dark then in the north of Scotland. It's starting, well, we had our clocks change a couple of weeks ago, and uh, this week we've been getting used to the darker nights earlier and the chickens come go to bed earlier and things are kind of it's becoming winter it's be late well it's autumn and last night uh, i know jan saw hi twinsy jan and margaret because she was mentioning you me on your thread um she saw the full moon last night and it was a blue moon because it was we had two full moons in October it was on Halloween it was full and apparently it was seen in every part of the world which is very unusual that every part of the world part so it was a blue moon go on then blue moon I saw you standing alone I wish I could sing listeners in tune just now I can sing, but not in tune. But I know that some of you lovely, lovely listeners can. So, go on, I'm listening to you. It's just beautiful. <laughs> That's a lovely song, actually. So, um, I hope that some of you saw it. We saw it on our drive home from Wick last night. And there was a storm yesterday. And the it was just really nice because there was a break in the clouds. And I was like, oh, there's the moon. And proceeded to do, oh, that's a a full moon, blah, 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 blue moon. I think they call it a hunter's moon. So the last one we had was the harvest moon. And it was something a little bit special because, (laughs) yeah, news last night was, right, England, you're going into lockdown. So we're taking the happy for where we can get it. So the planting bulbs is making me happy. Today in Tesco's, I bought two hyacinths you get the bulb and you get the vase because i've probably got at least four of these vases in the house somewhere i bought the bulb and it is the hyacinth bulb i wanted the amaryllis but because i was buying two it was a little cheaper to buy the hyacinth i'm trying not to say hyacinth bouquet (laughs) british listeners might know about that one keeping up with appearances cringe um so i thought um what i'm going to do actually this is going to be the christmas presents i'm going to give to people at work because i want to give them this a beautiful color in the dark of winter so i thought my mum can have this so i've challenged my mum to a growing of the bulb war and I invite all of you to join in. Now, um, hopefully you will have a little bit of money. This was £3. <laughs> um, but if you don't have it, I mean, enjoy mine. I'll take photographs of mine, okay? We've got this, kid. You spend that money on stuff you actually need to buy, like food or electricity or fuel, because um, that's important, or than bulbs. And there's plenty of people on social media that can do it for us. But if you do have a little bit of spare cash then the bulbs might be the thing for you and I really invite you to join in with this and also challenge your friends to do it because a it's a climate friendly thing because you're planting something and 
You might even just need to buy the bulbs because you probably, like me, have some of these same bulb glass vases kicking around your house. And um, just to have that little bit of cheer and I'll bring that back when they come to fruition. Uh, I was also happy because I had a wee half glass of wine this afternoon. <laughs> I had the rest of it last night, that's why it was only a wee half glass of wine. <laughs> Um, my listener stats worldwide made me really, really happy. And I had a really good run today. Uh, we put the car on charge down at Gill's Ferry Terminal and we run back. And today we were joined by one of our Harrier friends who um, socially distanced away from us. But it was really nice because... <laughs> in two things, because it was nice to see him. I haven't seen him for a while. And mostly because he talked to Richard, because he's fit as Richard. Um, and I'm not for, well, I wouldn't say I was fit as Richard, but I can't run at that speed and talk. I can run, um, but they were running at my speed and they were running slower than they normally do, so they were plenty of breath for talking. And I was just quite happy with them talking, which was really good because it meant I didn't have to. <laughs> I didn't have to A, talk, B, um, yeah. <laughs> I won't go there. But it was just nice to see somebody you haven't seen for a while and you get new crack. So um, that's what I was really meaning. <laughs> I love my husband very much. I was happy listening to the Proclaimers and I know some of you love the Proclaimers too. Especially you, Louise Scully. Have you seen them walking down Leith recently? Was there sunshine? <laughs> boomtish, boomtish. Um, and finally for this part, feeding the chickens the pumpkin today. They loved it. Chickens love pumpkin. So if you've got your pumpkin left over, uh, put it in your compost heap or give it to someone that's got chickens if you don't know somebody. And some places like the zoos will take them. Normally, they might not be this year. I don't quite know how things are working out with that. But um, try and compost or do something good or put in your food waste um, and don't just make that landfill. PT. Oh, hold on, I'll have some division music and turn my piece of paper over. It goes on a bit, doesn't it? It's quite loud on my phone today. I don't know when I get to hear it. They must have changed things. Anyway, uh, the swap. Yes, we're going to have a swap. I was quite delighted to see a lot of people who don't have problem with Ravelry pip up and say that they would like to join in. So I'm definitely going to put a Google Doc for those that can't use Ravelry um, or you can email me and I'll set up your list. Um, I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to join up people just in the Google Doc for uh, joining in or maybe cross contaminate it with people that can use Ravelry. I'll have a see with who puts back for the Google Doc. Um, I was just trying to think of somewhere else that I could join you up that you can see each other. Um, be good if there was like an Instagram group that you could. Because not everybody uses Facebook, not everybody uses Instagram, not everybody uses um, Twitter and not everybody would have a Google account for having a Google I don't think you need a Google web 
address to use a Google Doc. I'm pretty sure you don't. You they, you do need one for uh, setting one up, but it's okay, listeners. I've got two. <laughs> one of them being Kathenscraft at, well, Kathenscraft Collective at gmail.com. Ta-da! Who knew that this would come in handy? Um, we used Google Documents and Google this and Google that a lot in lockdown. And there are so many good things on there that I really need to explore a bit more. If you know of good ones, let me know. Uh, I was going to use Soundtrap, Soundtrap, yeah, to record this episode, but because I just thought, no, I just want to cheer people up, and, and I haven't written it, and it would involve taking the computer up, and uh, I just thought, no, just just get it, and I didn't think it was going to be this long. Whew. Some of you have got me on uh, half speed. <laughs> I pity the pers- person that still listens to me on double speed just to get me listened to. Why don't you just listen to me in half an hour and then listen to me later on half an hour at half speed? It would sound so much better. <laughs> or maybe it's just nice that you listen, so hello. You make me happy, listeners. You really do. Uh, right. Do, do, do. So, swap rules. I'm going to just give the same rules as last year or the year before, can never remember, I didn't even look it up, but from memory, it's going to be one and it's going to be made or a nicely bought winter or Christmas ornament and then we're going to have plus three other items, not more than £15. And this is to be posted by the 1st of December and I will pair you up and get you signed up with someone sort of halfway through November. So the Google Doc people will have a little bit of time to sort of sign in uh, and I'll social media it somehow. So, or just email me if you if you want to um, and contact me. Nobody actually did contact me other than using the Ravelry thing, which is fine. And it was quite nice um, thinking that the people that did contact on Ravelry weren't affected by it and... I know I've been very down on Ravelry, but it was just nice to know that not everybody gets a sore head from it. Um, because I don't want you to have a sore head. Uh, I don't want people to feel that they have to go in there, though. Because I know myself that I can only go in there using the old Ravelry or the short time for Hardwick. Anyway, we're not going to go back there because it's not making me happy. So... Swap makes me happy. Division music. There we go. I'm going to finish that now. <laughs> right. Um, the what's a crack section is Giddy Yarns has got some beautifully dyed yarns out just now. Um, she's got some inspired they're dyed to by inspired by and um it was the years it was like the 20s the 40s the 60s and i can't remember the other one but i thought it was quite cool how she had the picture and where she got her inspiration from um a couple of years back i was standing in the queue waiting to go into the perth yarn fest and i actually stood behind her and we've become kind of 
Pally. And then I met her in Edinburgh Yarnfest and we were wearing the same jumper of um, the breathing space. <laughs> and it was just like, you're so the same as me. And she's just generally a lovely person. So um, then she had one, uh, the post was today, but her previous post last week, or well, this past week, she had ones and they're inspired by the book Little Woman. So she'd asked, who was your favourite character in Little Woman? And I put that, well, I, when I was younger, it was definitely Jo. I, I was wanting to be Jo. But now I'm older, Marmy, because she always seems to know what to say. And I'd love to be that person who always knows what to say. <laughs> Instead of umming and eyeing and uh, don't knowing. Um, and being wise. Maybe I should listen more and be like the owl who... Can't even remember that. But um, if you are into getting some uh, lovely dyed yarns inspired by things, then go to Giddy Yarns. And other things that inspired me is the lovely male in Alaska who voted um, with brother, her son. Her son is old enough to vote. That made me feel really old. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, of course he is, but I still don't want him to be that old. Um, so he voted and, um, yes, America, we find out this coming week, which is why the reason I really want to be happy about things. Please don't vote him back in for the climate, if nothing else. Um, yeah. Uh, so she is doing, or I don't know if she actually is organising it herself, but she is doing a knit a sweater in November. So I was like, oh, I really want to do this. And just now, oh, it's actually November today, eh, pants. But I'd love to knit an RN1. So answers in a postcard what a quick RN jumper is, apart from the Felix one. It's quite like that one, but I don't know if I'd sue it. I quite like the Winston one by Jane Richmond as well. Still not sure. So, yeah, but time for you listeners. I mean, you could rattle that up. You could, you could just give it to me. <laughs> right, so that's a couple of things that I have been thinking about, um, other than the, the short funny blather that I'm going to have to think of a name for this episode. Hmm. I normally just think about them up as I'm typing out episode, whatever it is, and then, oh, uh, what did I say? Because <laughs> I'm that well planned sometimes, but you love me that way. Anyway. Me, 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 section. Um, oh, that reminds me, because it's the Muppets and Beaker's a Muppet. <laughs> Not that I'm a Muppet. I'm a very nice, clever person. Keep telling myself that. Uh, Alice Cooper only follows so many accounts on Twitter, and the Muppets is one of them. <laughs> Is that really cool? So, I think I'll go knitting first. Now, I've done very little knitting. Uh, however, I sat one day and I figured out where I was on my beautiful Severine cardigan by Vanessa Smith, who is beautiful. I know where I am. I know where I've got to do. But, because it's proper, proper knitting, uh, and <laughs> I think I need to go back to the sunroom and just lay out my three or four pieces of patterns that I need to have at the same time 
uh, because I'm I'm coming down the front and also I'm doing round the back. Now at the same time, I'm increasing for both arms. I'm increasing at the front because I'm sort of increasing down the front, yep. And also possibly decreasing or increasing. I can't remember, but I'm doing the wine glass part of the middle of the back all at the same time on different on different rows in this section at the same time as doing a cable design down the back. I don't think there's any other same times. But it is proper proper knitting and when I read the pattern it took me a little while to get there but I colour coded things and then I looked at the extra document that she's got and it gives you a chart of what you're supposed to do on what pattern, it what row. So there's a chart, think of boxes, like a lace chart, but it has letters for, on this row, you're going to increase just on the armholes. On this row, you're going to do all of them. On this row, you're not doing any of them. And it's letter coded, so you then just score off on your instant, and you're going on the next row, oh, T, B, what's that again? And then you look at your key and then it says you're going to increase here, you're going to decrease there. And it's slow knitting, you have to have concentration knitting and I can't do it when I'm watching a Korean drama because it's... I need to read the Korean drama because I can't really speak Korean without the subtitles. Apart from Sarangi, which is I love you. <laughs> Probably not said in a very Korean accent, but... It's the important things in life, you know? And now you all know these things. Um, and I can count to 20 in Korean because of Kukso. <laughs> you don't? No, that's that's actually really ignorant to say that you don't need to know anymore. Um, but you should always learn. Oh, and I can say th thank you, I think. But I'm not going to try it just now, cause, just in case I'm wrong. But you should always say please, thank you, and uh, hello, and goodbye in any language that you ever go to. Because it's very important. And it's polite. It's nice to be polite. So I did a bit of it and I'm happy that I know what I'm doing is just because it's so complicated. So this card again is long term. That's fine. I'm happy with that. So in the meantime, um am I gonna tell you about this? Yeah, why not? For work at home, Energy Hunt, we are doing seal watching. It's like Autumn Watch, which is actually on telly just now. Um, and we have a camera set up on the top of our bit of garden, at the end of the garden, which looks overlooks the harbour. And it's got an extremely powerful camera with a zoom lens and tilt and waterproof. And it is to record seals. And it's getting sent... It's, we're doing this for... a company who are fish farm company and they're getting some program for putting up a device that is going to humanely point this out um discourage seals from going too close to their fish farms i'm not I'm sure if i like fish farms because they're farms of fish but um seal seals doing seal things seals like fish mm, want fish seal goes to fish farm, bash, 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 damage, 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 unhappy seal, 
unhappy fish inside, unhappy uh, farm, fish farm owner. So they're trying to set up this thing that will, I think it sends off a pulse of a noise or there's something that will stop the seals going too close to it. So they asked if we would record some footage of the seals and we've got quite a decent population of both harbour and grey seals and what's well, common and grey uh, in our harbour, the harbour that we live right beside, so no, I don't own it. I like to think I do, but I don't. And the seals own me right now because yesterday with the weather being so bad, they were coming in sticking their head above the water, breathing, and then going away. So by the time I had scrolled down, press record, then zoomed in, it was going. <laughs> and there was a couple of times, I was like, oh, that's a uh, seaweed, whoops. So, oh, I'm nearly getting interrupted by the dog. I've just heard the dog heavy breathe at the door. They went, I don't think you've heard that. Well, that's him coming to tell me that he's not been fed because he wouldn't come up otherwise. Listeners, my family are not good to my dog. Our dog. <laughs> Poor Boogle. Um, so we've spent quite, it's actually quite good fun. Um, it's a little bit cold because we have to sit with the window open because uh, we've got this really long Ethernet cable that comes from the camera to this tiny little computer that sits on the window ledge in the sunroom. And it's as comfortable as it possibly can be, you know, but I've got my little rug that goes over my. Uh, knee and with my jacket on with the door closed and I've, I've got a snake from Ikea like one of these dusk um, draft excluders but it was a toy and it sits over the, the wee gap in the window to keep out the cold but when you're on the seal you're on the seal, it's like being on the crab any deadliest catch fans there? but we're on the seal and it, you start to get to know, not the different ones I'm not that good yet but I know that there's definitely a mum and pup there. Um, I know kind of what they're going to be doing at what times. They'll, they're most active around sort of coming and going mid-tide. Because when the tide is sort of on the... When the tide is full in, they're hunting. And you'll see their one or two heads out occasionally. And when the tide is far out, they can't walk and our harbour is tidal, so just all the water's going out, so there's no point. But in between that time, some of them will come up and they'll bask in the sun. Um, and then it's just trying to watch them moseying around the harbour until they get to the point of them going on basking on the spit of land or around the corner, which we can't actually see. But he doesn't want them basking. He wants them, just their heads out the, the water. And it's really really quite good because you feel like you've achieved something when you've got some recording of seal and this camera is really powerful and it zooms in quite well so we've told our neighbour and we've told the local fishermen and sort of our neighbours just to tell what that is because it looks like where's Wally it's got two eyes or two cameras and it moves um, and we've never recorded anybody that because you're not really supposed to without their knowledge but um and we're actually focused in the harbour so that unless they were kind of paddle boarding around it's or well, they're not interested in the fishermen so we, well, I wouldn't be recording him anyway but I'm like oh great there is a fisherman because the seals always have a look 
And if there's somebody down at the harbour, like somebody's walking their dog, the seals will come over and have a look, because they always do that with us. And if you whistle the seals in our harbour, they'll come over for a look, because they're curious that way. So it's quite good when there's somebody about, because they'll come over and have a look, and then we can record them. And <laughs> quite enjoyed it. So whilst I was doing that, um, there was a wee welly and nothing was happening. So I started uh, knitting the cork niece's gnomes. But every time I picked them up, seal would appear. Let's <laughs> try to record. So I was managing about two stitches. So I really haven't gone, got very many, but I've got it, got it sitting waiting and it's just something to sit and do. Also, what I was looking at was... That's enough seal talk just now. But um, what, what I was looking at... Uh, and I've mentioned this quite a bit, is the Clincher Bandana Shawl by Ash Kearns. And uh, I looked more at this pattern, I had a good study of it. And I think I'm wanting to lash a couple of these off. Um, and you can use it. The idea is to use fingering weight or sock weight and you knit a triangle and then down one side of it you're knitting loops and then you um, can pull the pointy part of the tri triangle through the loops and it creates a bandang and, and then that'll be awesome for um, work for keeping it around your neck or going underneath your jacket and also she suggests that it could be good for variegated uh, skeins and I've got a few of them so you use you would use variegated on the body and then a contrastor for the the wee loops or you could even use the same color i don't think it would make much difference so i'm really enjoying myself thinking about what yarn i can do for that um and then i bought last issues knit now and there was a couple of jumpers in there that i thought oh that would be quite nice so i've put a cone of blue um in a bag <laughs> to at some point do one of them and it seems to be kind of the style just now for a yoke um a sort of lace yoke and that, that is in the style of that there was no iron jumper that i thought no that would do for my november knit along so i'm gonna have to do a little bit more uh homework on that before i cast that on um also in knit now there is a harry potter jumper now, remember I was saying about cancel culture and um, her her views, J.K. Rowling's views on um, the legality and the definition of a female or somebody wanting to be um, identified as female. So, which I disagree with. I think that if you can be whatever you want to be, you can gender, just you do you. And if anybody is <laughs> disagreeing with what you think you should be, you have a gang of people come round to help you and I'll be one of your gang. So this pattern was in that now and also about the same time, um, Nitty uh, took out one of their patterns, which was also a Harry Potter inspired jumper or garment. I can't remember exactly what it was now. And because it was on Twitter, I thought, I wonder what and the editor, who's Kate Hable, what's her thoughts on this? And she had said that it had been planned and um, well before the 
J.K. Rowling comments came out, and she's not getting any any money from this either. Um, and I know that Kate Hepwell is very into LGBTQT rights, and I was actually quite surprised thinking that she would put that in there anyway with being a decent person really so she did come back and say it was put in there before and thanks Kate for actually answering the question and um, whilst I personally wouldn't make it um, I think I'm kind of past that anyway um, it was just good that she addressed the issue anyway so uh, that was that. That's all the nothing news I've got to talk about. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of other stuff. <laughs> oh, it's it's it'll be wolf ember. Yeah. So all things will use will not acrylic, not silk, will. Um, I don't think it's really kind of been pushed as much as the previous years. What with things happening, but just because it's not doesn't mean that you can't do it. You can wear wool every every day because we certainly need to. It's very cold, and yeah, pick up the wool. Um, and today I was listening to a Viking podcast from the History Podcast, History Extra, which I like, and it was saying that they used eighty sheep's fleeces to make one sail from the Viking boats back in the day. So, sheep and wool always been very important and um, it was just quite interesting so on to sewing news because we're 50 minutes in for a, a wee a wee podcast <laughs> this is splaffing quite well right so just quickly because <laughs> it takes ages to load up we see that's why i don't I, I try and keep them short and i can never do it but uh i made a top and this is the talk I was talking about last episode, the dolman top. And this is from Miss Figgy's Garments for Girls book. And it was in two pieces, the top being lace and the bottom being jersey. And this was jersey and it's a purple stretch fabric that I bought from Elizabeth Haberdashery in Thurso. I think last year, can't remember, but definitely when I made the top previous for Daisy. So mother and I measured Daisy, measured the pattern, cut it out, seemed to be far too big. And I was like, Mum, that's massive, tried it on Daisy, it made her just look, it looked awful. Now, this top really is for girls who are pre-pubescent and have no curves. So I said to Daisy, well, what do you think? Daisy didn't seem very enthusiastic. She was just like, mm, yeah. And I says, well, it is too big for you. I can cut it down or... And she just looked at me in her 12-year-old way. And I went, well, I tell you what, I could use it and I'll use it for work. And she went, yeah, okay. And I said, all right, okay, well, you weren't really interested in the first place. She didn't want to sew with it and she didn't want to wear it. And I thought, well, I'm not going to push the issue. She's at that age. Can't force it. So... She is at the age of getting a very good report card. Um, isn't a proper, proper report card. It's their tracking. It's a, a sort of a situation of where they're at. And she got 15 excellence, two goods and one inconsistent. And that was 
for homework that she didn't even know she had. But then, yeah, right. She doesn't really like that subject that much. But I was really, 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 really proud of her because um, of the whole situation of going to new high school, having had a lockdown, and also um, dyslexic. So I'm just, we're spoiling Daisy a little bit this weekend. Not enough to give her that top. So I am now wearing this top. Well, I say I'm wearing it. I'm not actually. I finished it. I had put the cuffs on and sewed the cuff on inside out. <laughs> and then sewed on right. And then I tried it on and I was like, this top is designed for somebody that doesn't have curves. Mum, do you think they should have darts? So mum pinned in where she thought the darts would go. So I sewed the darts on. And I haven't worn it yet. But I might wear it this week. Anyway, so that's finished. It seems a shame for it to go to waste. And with it, I don't think it really suits me. It certainly didn't suit Daisy. It won't matter. That's work. I'll wear on Daisy. I'm, I'm like, meh. I'll just wear this today. Although I'm going to need... Uh, I'll have to wear a t-shirt underneath it. And I'm going to have to wear... Because it's a lace panel at the front. Um, I'll have to maybe wear a jacket or a cardigan over it. Because... It's certainly cold, and we have to have the windows open just now for circulation. <laughs> so I saw in my stash of patterns that I had a Prima part I didn't buy from 2012. Um, this is actually something I would wear, and it's a swing cardigan jacket, and you use it with sort of a heavier weight of jersey or knitting fabric, of which I have enough. And it's, it's again purple. So I'm going to have my next stage is wash the fabric and then trace out the pattern. Because I bought some trace, trace making trace paper with the pattern wheel and blah, 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 blah from Liddles. Really happy with that. Um, and then I thought, oh, I've got lots of tissue paper. I could use tissue paper as well. So, la, happy me. And I think I probably, if it looks nice, it's a style that. I would wear it's a long cardigan and it's got a swing front. And then I was flicking through my dressmaking book that I'm actually resting this phone on right now. And this is the one I've mentioned a few times. And it's Dressmaking, the complete state-by-state guide, Alison Smith, DK Publishing. And it's got loads of patterns in the back for dresses and jackets. And what you do, it's got the patterns themselves in the back of the book but you have to either photocopy them or sort of graph up <laughs> that's not happening so what you can do is also they give you the pdf um link that you can then download which is quite good for a book from 2012 um because i've gone and checked them but it's 36 pages long so i'm not in a hurry to do that but i've got a lovely couple of pieces of tweed no idea where these ones came from they're one of them's possibly from Angela, who's Scotch Tweed, and she's got some beautiful stuff. But the other one was certainly a hand-me-on from one of my textile artist friends. But it would make a lovely little short jacket. So that is in my future. And here's my interruption from today. He's wondering what I'm doing. Hello, I'm not quite finished, but say hello to the listeners. Hello. Two minutes. Turkish. <laughs> Oh, and finally, um, 
origami. Have you ever done... Oh, here comes the book up. Why did he leave the book up? Oh, have you ever done that noisy little book up? If I pick him up, he'll not make too much noise. Um, I made some origami ghost, pumpkin and bat. Me and Daisy made them the other day. And I was sitting watching it on YouTube. I really enjoyed it. It's quite a mindful... Um, just... Well, I love origami. And I have a book from long ago for Japanese paper folding. But... Sometimes I can't quite work things out just from the diagram pictures. So now that we've got YouTube, <laughs> it's much easier for me to sort of work out. So I was going off YouTube and pausing and um, going forward a bit and really, really, really enjoyed it. I used to do tea bag folding when I was making cards long ago. And so some of the card, some of the folds I kind of understand but um, the actual origami thing, it, it, I just think it's amazing. And it, just me and Daisy sat there and we, you end up with something and it's just really fun. So if you kind of fancied making, although it's coming up, uh, poppies, um, fireworks, bonfires, I don't know, anything, just make a paper hat <laughs> or some paper bulbs. So listeners... We're at 57 minutes. Booker's going to sneeze in a second. <laughs> he's been fed because he stinks of dog food. And he's making the, mmm, I've still got it in my teeth noise. Um, oh, and I'm still sewing a quilt that um, for my friend. But I'm um, slowly sewing that. If you've done a little bit more than me, um, good. I hope this has kind of made you all happy in Ironing Corner. And just take a minute out to yourself, because you got this kid. It, life is, it, it's really, really hard for a lot of people. I'm in a good place right now, Richard's working, Richard's um, got lots of work lined up just now. Um, financially, we are <laughs> relieved. Health-wise, everybody I know is fine. Um, there has been COVID in the county, but... Nobody I know closely, um, so closely everything is good from here and I send you that good vibe. So I'm going to leave you with a little bit of the uplifting music or maybe we'll start, we'll have a little bit of good time and then I'll go into the uplifting because, I mean, I know Angela likes me to play the piano. <laughs> Hi Angela. Right, hello to everybody, um, everybody worldwide, I really, really, really appreciate if you listen from anywhere in the world. Just let me know where you do, because just love it. Right, before we dance. Oh, it's finished. Right. Uh, can't remember what I normally say, but keep on crafting. <laughs> 